the Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 10, The Importance of One-on-One Meetings. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or extending your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello everyone. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm honored. I'm blessed that you're tuned in to the podcast. So thank you so much for doing that. Before we dive into today's topic, let me take care of a few housekeeping items. If you're new to the podcast, let me let you know that you can head over to the show notes at rookieleaders.com. The show notes are at rookieleaders.com. I also highly encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be assured that you receive every piece of leadership content that we publish here at the Rookie Leaders Podcast. So I highly encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Don't miss a single episode. And then also, I'd just like to say that you can find other great leadership content, blog articles, videos, things like that over at CredibleLeaders.com. So be sure that you do that. Be sure you head over to CredibleLeaders.com and check out all that other uh, leadership content that you can find there. Now, today, in today's episode, we're going to talk about one-on-one meetings and the importance of one-on-one meetings. Uh, We're going to talk about exactly what is a one-on-one meeting, Uh, what are the benefits of it, why is it important, and how to conduct those meetings as well. But before we we dive into today's content, today's topic, I want to tell you a little bit about the sponsor for today's episode. This podcast episode is sponsored by Jobstars USA. Are you looking for a new career? Does your resume need a refresh? How's your LinkedIn profile? Jobstars USA is a career services practice. That means providing expert resume writing and career coaching for entry-level through executive-level career seekers. Visit CredibleLeaders.com forward slash Jobstars for more information and to take advantage of a special discount offered to Rookie Leaders listeners. Use the promo code Rookie10. That's Rookie10, no spaces, and the number 10, one zero, for a 10% discount. That's CredibleLeaders.com forward slash Jobstars and use the promo code ROOKIE10. Now back to our podcast. All right, thank you so much for the to the great folks at JobStars for sponsoring today's episode. So as I said, we want to talk about one-on-one meetings and the importance of those and why they're, you know, why they're important, how to conduct them, and so forth. And so let me let me first start by talking about, well, what is a one-on-one meeting? Maybe you have a number of meetings, a team meeting, a staff meeting, all hands meeting, whatever it might be. But are you familiar with this concept of a one-on-one meeting? So let me tell you about what that is. Uh, first of all, a, a, 
a one-on-one meeting is intended to be a regularly scheduled individual meeting. Okay, so you're meeting individually with the members of your team. Now, obviously, it depends on how big your team is. Uh, It may not be, if your team is multi-layered, it may not be that you're meeting with every member of your team at every level, but at a minimum, you want to be meeting with those individuals that report directly to you. And you want to be doing that on a regular basis. I recommend a weekly basis. Once a week, you're getting together with each member of your team or each member that reports directly to you at a minimum, right? So uh, again, I recommend weekly. I have seen leaders that will do this every other week. uh, And that's less important if you do it once a week or every other week. What's more important is that you do it consistently. So this is a regularly occurring meeting. So it's reoccurring meeting. It's, It's booked on the calendar. And I highly advise that you, you know, you have it at the same time, same day, same place every single week or every other week, whatever your cadence is, but you're going to have it on a, you know, on a recurring meeting format such that it's there same time, same place uh, every single week or every other week. And the other aspect of this meeting that I want to highlight for you is that this is their meeting, not your meeting as the leader. It's their meeting. Uh, Now it's going to have an agenda. We're going to talk about the agenda here in a little bit. It is going to have an agenda but you want to make sure that they understand that this is their meeting. Uh, they need this meeting, and we'll talk about the importance of that and why they need this meeting here in just a moment. But those people on your team, they actually need this time with you. They need this individual time with you, and so you want this to be their meeting. Now, again, it's it has an agenda. It's not just uh, you know free willy here. Just anything you want to talk about. It it, it has a purpose. And we're going to get to that purpose, but it is their meeting. And so therefore, this one-on-one meeting, your primary responsibility as the leader is to listen, right? Your responsibility here, primary responsibility is to listen to your team members. I've talked a number of times that leadership is about relationship. And one of the best ways that you will build relationship with those that report to you, those that are on your team, is to actually listen to them. And what you're doing here in these one-on-one meetings, you're uh, purposefully and intentionally setting aside time so that you can just listen to your team members. Now, certainly you're going to talk and certainly you're going to offer guidance and decisions maybe or approvals or whatever it might be. As we get into the agenda, you'll see those. But your primary purpose in these meetings is to listen to those that you lead. So let's talk about why is it important? Why do you even need to do this? Uh, And we're going to look at that, especially from the the viewpoint, if you will, of your team members. Your team members need this individual time with you. Again, if if leadership is is relationship, you're not going to build those strong, healthy relationship in a group setting. You're not going to build those strong, healthy relationships in, you know, a team you know, a full team uh, meeting, a staff meeting or, or an all hands meeting or something like that. You're just not going to build those relationships. And as much as you need that relationship to be a, an effective and influential leader, your team members need that relationship also so that they can follow you so that they can be influenced by you. And so they need that relationship as well. And so your team members need this individual time with you. And every single individual that you meet with they're going to have specific leadership needs, okay? And, and again, as we go through the agenda, you're going to see that. And 
And you're going to be able to understand those specific leadership needs that every individual has. But without this one-on-one time, they're not going to be able to share their specific leadership needs with you. And you're not going to be able to have an opportunity to question that in, in such a way that you're going to get the, the information that you really need to lead them effectively. Because here's the deal. In a one-on-one situation, in a one-on-one meeting, an individual meeting, you're going to have issues or you're going to have those individuals that will talk about leadership challenges or team struggles or, or problems or something, you know, issues that in a group setting they would never bring up, right? And I'm not necessarily just talking about, uh, you know, sensitive topics or something like that. I, I'm not just talking about those kind of things. I'm talking about, you know, real struggles that a team is having to overcome problems. You may never hear those in a group setting, but you get a, a an individual, just you and that individual together, and they're much more open about sharing some of these challenges and sharing some of these struggles. As a leader, you want to know about those. You need to know about those things as a leader and your team members that are meeting with you on an individual basis, they need to be able to share this information with you. But again, they're just not likely to do that in a, you know, a group setting of any sort, even if it's two or three people, they're not likely to talk about these types of issues and challenges with you in a group setting. But also you can use these one-on-one meetings. I I tend to uh, like to separate like decisions and action items and things like that into what I call the tactical and the strategic. Tactical are things that we need to do right now, right? The, the very, in terms of timing, they're urgent, right? These are relevant decisions, approvals, or actions that need to be made right now tactically to accomplish or move towards some goal. And then strategically is less urgent as it relates to timing but it's uh, you know more critical thinking about the future, and it can be really long term future or it can be near term future. But it's it's not tactical that they're right here and right now, but it's strategic in that it's you know somewhere in the future, and we can think at a high level about that. We can strategize, we can uh, brainstorm on ideas and things like that. And so you can utilize these one on one meetings to do both. And you'll see again as we get into the agenda here in just a second. Uh, where you can talk about the tactical as well as you can talk about the strategic. And and again, you're going to be able to talk about these things with that individual, these tactical and strategic things in a way that in a group setting, you're just not going to be able to do that. You're not going to get people open and, and transparent and talking about these things when they're in a group setting. So just know that you as a leader, you need these one-on-one meetings to build a relationship, but your team members also need these one-on-one meetings to build um, to build the relationship as well, but also so that they can share their struggles and their challenges and so forth that they're otherwise not going to share. So let's talk about how do you conduct a one-on-one meeting? What's the proper way to conduct a one-on-one meeting? Now, as I've said a number of times already in the podcast here, you, you have to have a, an agenda. Now, b- but before I get into that agenda, let me share a couple of more details about how you conduct this meeting. Uh, I've already shared that it needs to be a recurring meeting. It needs to be at the same time, same place, uh, same day of the week, that kind of thing. And again, I I recommend weekly. Um, I usually uh, allocate an hour to the meeting. Don't always use an hour, but I want to block off an hour as opposed to 30 minutes 
Because a lot of times when you block off just 30 minutes, your meeting is going to feel rushed. And feeling like, you know, your your team member feeling like you're there to listen when it's 30 minutes and it's rushed and so forth. You, you just don't get that relationship building, if you will, that my leader is listening to me when you're only there for 30 minutes and you're you're rushed. I'd rather go ahead and block out a full hour. And then if it only takes us 45 minutes, so be it. That's okay. You know, blocking out an hour and only taking 45 minutes, even if it's on a consistent basis, it only takes 45 minutes. Still, it's better to have that hour blocked out because, again, from the viewpoint of your team member, it's better to know that my leaders dedicated an hour to me. And if the topics and, and the discussion that we have only takes up 45 minutes, so be it. At least my leader has allocated for me a full hour versus the opposite is conveying to your team members. My, my leader will only afford me 30 minutes and it's always so rushed. We never get to all the details that I want, right? So just go ahead and book it for an hour. And if it doesn't take the full hour, that's okay. Cut loose early, give your, your team member that 15 minutes back or whatever it might be, but have it as a recurring meeting, one hour meeting once a week. And here's the thing, never cancel the meeting. Never cancel the meeting. Now, sometimes things happen. The calendars get all disrupted and so forth. And and you might need to reschedule the meeting, but I would encourage you, make sure that that's the exception, not the norm. You want to hold to this schedule as tightly as you possibly can. And so be very, um, you know, be very strategic when you look at the calendar and you settle on a time to do this meeting because one, you want to make sure that you never have to cancel it. And you seldom have to reschedule it. So a lot of times I'll have my meetings first thing in the morning because others are going to, you know, add to my schedule, add to my calendar. They're going to invite me to meetings at say mid morning, nine, 10 o'clock. And so an 8 a.m. meeting is perfect, especially if both of you tend to get in early. Now don't schedule an 8 a.m. meeting if, you know, with a team member that maybe has small children, they got to take them to school and they typically don't get to the office till 8.30 or 9 or something, right? Don't, don't do that, but just be really strategic around scheduling this recurring meeting such that you know you never have to cancel it and that you seldom have to reschedule. When you reschedule, it totally throws their schedule out of whack as well. And sometimes it's a, a cascading effect where they have to move around and shift other meetings to accommodate this one-on-one -on -one meeting with you. So you also, you want to be careful that you don't have to reschedule it as well. And what you're doing there by never canceling, well, by having it on a regular basis, a full hour, you know, same time, same place, uh, every single week and never canceling it and seldom scheduling. What you're saying to your, to your team member there is this time with you is important to me right? This time where I can sit down with you and listen, it is important to me as your leader. And so you're conveying to your team member value that you appreciate them and that you feel like time with them is important, right? And so again, if you schedule a weekly meeting with them, but you're constantly canceling it, you're saying the exact opposite. Everything else is more important than you. So you don't want to be conveying that message. So stick to the schedule, give them adequate time, and whatever you do, don't cancel it and seldom reschedule it. Now, let's um, let's talk about agenda. What should the agenda be? So I've, I've talked a couple of times about there has to be an agenda. This is not just a, 
a get together where, Hey, how are you doing? It was great. How was your weekend? You know, chit chat and so forth. Now, yes, we're going to build relationships here. So we'll talk about that, but we first have to cover an agenda. And so I usually like to organize the agenda of these one-on-one meetings around a series of questions. And I want my team members to view this agenda as questions that I'm asking to them. I'm going to ask them, if you will, these questions every single week. Now, when you get together in your one-on-one, you don't have to literally ask these questions, especially after you have uh, kind of gotten into a routine. But I like to, you know, even when I've met with a leader many, many times, I like to occasionally just kind of go back to these questions and verbally, you know, actually ask them these questions as we walk through the agenda of that meeting, okay? But you can have it such that, uh, a lot of uh, the the team members that I've had meetings with on a regular basis, they will just come to the meeting with answers to these questions already written down, right? And so they'll just jump right in. But the first question is this, what update do you need to give me? So this is the leader asking that team member, what update do you need to give me? Now, I want to be very careful with this first question. What update do you need to give me? Because I want to ensure that you're not, um, you know, an absent leader that doesn't know what's going on with your team. That's not the purpose of this one-on-one meeting, and it's not the purpose of this particular question, right? So I do want you to be really, really highly in tune with what's going on with your team. And so this is not meant to be a complete dump of everything that you should know as their leader. Hopefully you're engaged with their work in such a way that you know, at a minimum, the high-level details. In my line of work, a, a lot of the things that we do is organized uh, around projects. And so we have teams of people allocated to a project. And then, you know, you have the ins and outs of that project. And I, I like, to, I try to stay very, very in tune with what's going on in those projects. What's the next milestone? How are we looking about accomplishing that milestone? Who's allocated to the project and things like that. So I don't want this first question to be, you know, again, this brain dump of, everything going on with all the projects. I want to be in tune enough that that they're just sharing with me the exceptions or the fine details of status that maybe I'm unaware of. Somebody needs to go and visit a customer or something like that. So it's it's not an open-ended brain dump of status, but you first want to ask that individual, what eight update do you need to give me? And then let that individual decide what type of updates they need to give you. Sometimes, as I mentioned, it'll be an update around project status, milestone, goal accomplishment, things like that. Other times it'll be more personal updates. Hey, just need to let you know that I'm going to be out tomorrow because of this, or, you know, I've got family that has this need. And so I'm going to be absent for that. Right. So sometimes it's a personal update. Sometimes it's a very professional, you know, work related update. Let them decide what they need to update you on. But again, the the most important thing here to recognize is that it's not a, um, you know, just a brain dump. You need to be engaged with your team enough that they're giving you the exception in these updates and not not the full uh, update on everything that's going on, right? All right, question number two. Now, you know, again, as I said, let me go back. As I said, sometimes my team members will, will just show up with these questions already itemized and the answers to them. And so when we get together, they'll just jump up, jump into, well, I need to update you on this. I need to update you on that. But then other times, just to kind of refresh us on the agenda, I'll actually ask the question, what update do you need to give me? 
Well, the second question, number two, is what decision or approvals or guidance do you need from me? What decisions, approvals, or guidance do you need from me? You know, oftentimes as a leader, you know, for instance, you may have a process, um, a good example of this, you may have a process whereby you need to approve some type of expense that your leader, you know, is looking to, uh, to spend. Maybe they need to purchase something or whatever, and you have a financial process such that it requires your approval, and maybe it's even, it's even a, a, a physical signature. These one-on-one meetings afford your team member a regular opportunity to get in front of you for those purposes, right? So if they need an approval, oftentimes my team members will show up with the paper in hand. Hey, hey, let me explain what this is. I need to purchase this for our team for that reason, and I can sign it right there on the spot. Whereas, you know, if I don't have this time with them and they need that approval, well, then they're chasing me around the office, right? They come to, they stop by my desk on a regular basis, but I'm in meetings and they can't catch me. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a real timely situation. Maybe it's not, but they can't find me and that, and that will frustrate them. Or, you know, they have to resort to email. Hey, stop my, my, stop by my desk so that you can sign this approval or something like that. And who knows when I'll see that. And then I'll go by their desk and they happen to not be there. So these one-on-one meetings afford that regularly scheduled time where they can get the decisions or the approvals or the guidance that you, that they need from you. And they know that it, they know because it's recurring and when, you know, the time that it's uh, going, this meeting is going to happen and they know that you hardly ever reschedule it, never cancel it. So if, uh, you know, if it's Monday and I know I'm going to meet with you on Tuesday morning and I've got an approval, I'm going to get the paperwork ready and I'm going to take it to that meeting and get you to sign it. Right. So you want to offer this second question. What decisions do you need? What approvals, what guidance do you need from me on a regular basis? You want to offer that question up to your team members. It may be a decision, right? It may be a priority call. Well, within this project, uh, you know, we got A or B which, which is the company priority or which is the team priority. And they need a decision from you on that priority, but you're giving them a regular opportunity to get in front of you, to get that guidance that they need, that decision they need, or that approval that you need. So question number two, what decision approval or guidance do you need from me as your leader? All right. Question number three, it's a bit more open-ended. This is where we start to get into bigger discussions, but you want to ask that individual that's on your team, What problem or challenge is hindering your performance or your progress or you and your team's performance and progress? Now, this is not meant to be a performance review. That's not the reason we're asking this question. This is not about performance review. But what you're wanting to know is you're wanting to give them the opportunity to share with you what kind of challenges or problems are they having or is their team having that's you know, hindering the accomplishment of whatever goal that they have. Maybe they're working on a project and they have a milestone that's, you know, two weeks away and they're really worried about, can they hit that milestone? And so you want to know, well, what are those challenges? What are those issues? What are those problems that's hindering that performance? Again, this is not about performance review. This is you giving them the opportunity to share with you the things that, that they're facing that in some way is in, you know, hindering progress or performance or in accomplishing the goal or whatever it might be. And oftentimes this is a, this is actually where 
you know, you're going to, as a leader, you're going to start to provide coaching or guidance or something like that here. Uh, sometimes you're going to take on action items. Now I, I need to be careful here because these one-on-one meetings are not an opportunity for a reverse delegation, if you will. These are not meant to be an opportunity for your team members to come to you and give you a lot of things to do. Uh, you, you probably already have a lot of things to do, but when there are things, problems, challenges, or whatever that your team is facing and that you've just been made aware of, and you can take action to help that or resolve that, then in this third question, then you definitely want to take action. You want to commit to your team member that I'm going to take the action necessary to help you here. Sometimes it's just, uh, if you will, almost a counseling session, you know, maybe some of the problem or the challenge or coaching session, maybe the problem or challenge that they're facing is, you know, with, uh, managing some relationships on their team or something like that. And so you want to coach them or, or give them some ideas on how to do that. So it may be a coaching or guidance opportunity, or it may be an opportunity where you take some action as well, but you want to know what are the problems, what are the challenges that are hindering performance or progress of you or your team? If that individual happens to be the leader of a, of a team or something like that. So that's question number three. And question number four is kind of the question that I like to, um, if you will, end the uh, the meeting with, although it doesn't end abruptly, most likely, especially if you're building good, close relationships with those on your team. But I want to end with, well, just how are you doing? How are you as an individual? You are important to me. You're on our team. Uh, you report to me, or maybe you don't report to me directly. That doesn't matter. I want to know how are you doing? Now, I've said this a number of times where as a leader, you need to be, again, it's relationship. Leadership is relationship. And so you want as close a relationship as you can get with those that you're leading. But you need to allow them to set the boundaries on where that is, right? So a lot of times this, how are you doing? I'll have team members that stay very surface level, very corporate, very, you know, within the the office context. They'll stay there. Oh, I'm doing fine, you know, uh, little overwhelmed with my email or I'm a little overwhelmed with that project or, you know, something like that. Others though, when you say, well, how are you doing, man, that they, they'll, they'll open up and let you know what's going on with their children and in their lives and so forth. And so what I would submit to you here is as you're asking this, how are you doing? You want to let them set the boundary uh, on answering that question. And then you as a leader, you're willing to go wherever they go with that boundary. So if they're willing to tell you about, you know, their father's cancer battle, you're there to listen to that. If, if all they're going to tell you is about, you know, I'm overwhelmed because I'm missing a, a, a schedule uh, in our project, well, you're going to listen to that as well. But you want to know how they're doing. And this is, this is the part where you're going to build those relationships. Now, I like to kind of follow up on this question. Uh, you know, the, there's only four questions in this. How are you doing is kind of the final question. But sometimes, you know, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. You, you, you won't get much of an answer from them. But, but maybe you know some details from past meetings. And so you want to care enough and be sincerely and honestly, um, you know, caring enough to, and curious enough to ask more detailed questions to follow up this, how are you doing? So a lot of times, if I know uh, a little bit about their children, maybe, uh, you know, they're, they're, one of their children is a, a freshman in college this year. And so I'm going to ask them, well, how is your daughter doing? 
How's your son doing over at so-and-so school, right? So how are you doing? I'm going to start, we're going to start there. But then if, if all they give me is kind of that surface level stuff and I know other details, then I'm going to go there, right? And, and the reason I know those other details, a lot of times this feels to leaders like you're violating boundaries. But if I know something about their daughter in college, it's because they've already told me that, right? So they've already set the boundary. So I'm not, I'm not going across a boundary that they've set. They've already told me about a daughter in college. And so if I don't get much deeper than just a surface level answer to this question of how are you doing? Well, how's it going for your daughter at school? Right? So you want to kind of dig in a little bit, but not cross the boundary that they've set. Uh, And again, this is for the purpose of uh, building those relationships. This is important. This is for the purpose of communicating to your team member that you care about them, that they're important to you, and you want to know these kind of details about them. So there's your four questions. First question, it's your, or on your agenda. Four, four questions on your agenda. What update do you need to give me? What decision, approval, guidance, whatever it might be, do you need from me? What problems or challenges are you facing that's hindering performance or, or progress or accomplishment of a goal or milestone? And then finally, how are you doing? How are you as an individual doing in our team? So those are the four questions that you're going to ask, or that those are the four questions that are on the agenda for your one-on-one meeting. And again, you can get in there and actually ask those four questions if you want, or over time, as you do this routinely, your team members can just come to you with the answer to those four things already written down, and they'll just share those with you however you want to conduct that once you get started. But your call to action is set up one-on-one meetings, recurring, regularly scheduled, one-on-one meetings with every single, at least every single direct report that reports to you. And if you have a small team, every single member of your team, it's vital to your relationship building, your leadership, your influence of that team. So that's your call to action today. Set up those meetings and start conducting those on a regular basis. Now, to wrap up our podcast today, let me uh, share a few more things with you. Again, show notes, you can find those over at rookieleaders.com. RookieLeaders.com is where you'll find the show notes and more great leadership content over at CredibleLeaders.com as well. Be sure, again, you subscribe to the podcast, and I would highly uh, encourage you to rate and review the podcast over an Apple podcast. That helps us to get this information in front of other people. So uh, really, uh, I'm encouraged when you rate and review the podcast. So if you do that over an Apple podcast, I greatly appreciate that. And then share the podcast with all your friends, your family, your colleagues, those that you know are seeking leadership content as well. I I hope that you will share the podcast with them. You can share it obviously on social media, email, text it to them, word of mouth. However you share the podcast, I would greatly appreciate you sharing that with those that you know could benefit from this leadership content. I also point you over to YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, Again, you can find the, in the show notes, you can find the link to that YouTube channel, but highly encourage you to take advantage of that. Most of the podcast episodes are also hosted on YouTube as well. But then each week I do short five, six minute leadership tips that I hope you can take advantage of there as well. So be sure you do that. And then also I'd like to make you aware of the Credible Leadership Resource Guide. Head over to rookieleaders.com. At the top, there's a Credible Leadership Resource Guide. This is 30 years of leadership resources that I recommend that you can find there 
free to you. So head over to rookieleaders.com, take advantage and get that rookie leadership resource guide. It's in the link at the top. Now, again, I hope this episode has helped you. I hope you'll head off and have those one-on-one meetings with each and every one of your team members uh, and let me know how that goes. Until we speak again in the very next episode of the podcast, be blessed and lead well. of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended. But never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.